back to Parked Car Convos. I'm Maddie Mitchell, which you may have forgotten because I haven't recorded a podcast episode in like two weeks. Um, <laughs> I am not happy right now. I just recorded like 10 minutes of an episode where I was bearing my soul to this microphone and then I was rudely interrupted by this gargantuan spider that's on my ceiling and it's still there. I just cannot reach it. So I'm just like leaving him be, I guess. I don't know. But anyways... After I sat back down, after examining the gargantuan spider on my ceiling, I realized I had been recording with my MacBook microphone and not my actual microphone. Um, so I had to start over. Okay. I'm done singing. I promise. Anyways, what's up? I'm sorry I haven't recorded an episode in like two weeks, but I have a reason. It's not good. Basically, I've just been busy. Um, I don't know what it is. Summertime. It just gets the best of you. All of a sudden, you have so many things to do. Um, I And I work a full-time job. And then I haven't been here the past few weekends, which is when I am typically able to record. So that just didn't help anything. But I'm back and I'm here and I'm recording two episodes today. So that is a good thing. Um, but this episode is going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be funny. Ooh, everyone just clicked off at one minute and 24 seconds. That's impressive, Maddie. That is an impressive turnaround rate. Um, no, it's funny because when I've asked people in the past what they want me to talk about, um, most people do say commentary and um, that's good because that's what I like to talk about. But sometimes every so often someone's like, just talk about life. And while that is so vague and also so loaded, I thought today I would. And there's a few reasons for that. Number one, I'm being selfish. I'm being selfish. I haven't had therapy in like a month um, just because I haven't been able to, because I'm busy, literally because I'm busy. I don't know. It's hard to schedule with my therapist. Um, she was, she had COVID for a little bit too. You guys don't care about this, but that's, that's a big reason. I just haven't like verbalized my emotions to someone. Well, I actually do that to my mom like daily because I'm I'm a very much a verbal processor. So that's kind of what this episode is for me. I've just been thinking a lot and I haven't been speaking as much as I would like to, which is probably detrimental to my health because of who I am as a person. Um, so I'm going to talk today. And the other reason is maybe this will relate to someone. Um, I've actually been struggling with this for quite some time. And it's this concept. I think I've talked about it on here before. So just bear with me. But this concept that um, you get to a certain age and at some point, your friends become unrelatable to you, not in a bad way, just in like a way that like we're all living different lives and the problems that they have and the problems that I have are very different and I can't really relate to their problems and they can't really relate to mine just because of like life circumstances or, um, no, that's pretty much it. Life circumstances. Like that is why I can't relate to a lot of my friends and they can't relate to me. Obviously I relate, like, I'm not trying to say like, I became Spider-Man overnight and they can't relate to me at all. I'm just saying, generally speaking, I relate to them as who they are as a person. And I understand that like we have things in common. Don't get me wrong. But we there's certain things that like when I talk about them, I'm like, that's great that you're listening to me, but I know you don't get it and vice versa. Like they will say things to me and I'm like, I don't really know what to say in this situation because I have never been. I've never had to deal with that. Um, and that's, it's so weird how that just kind of happens. And it seems like it happens like all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like for me, 
I I feel like I went to college, right? Well, I went to high school. Well, okay, I did all of those things. I went to high school first and then and I was with all my friends and we were living pretty much the same life in terms of like we all were taking the same classes. We were doing the same things, dealing with the same people. And then we went to college and things got like a little bit more different because we went to all different schools and, you know, we were making all these different friends and, and all of that was was different, right? But at the same time, it was similar enough where we were in similar places with similar types of people doing this, doing similar types of things. You know what I mean? And then you get to a point where it's like, okay, now we're all graduate. We've graduated college and we literally are all in different places in our lives. And that is, it's, it's weird it is weird and it's good because I like having people that do different things for me and are living different lives because they have so much more, you know, knowledge in different areas than I do, which is, which is good and is fun. But at the same time, it's like, would it kill someone to understand what I'm talking about? Do you know what I mean? So that is my long-winded way of saying the other reason why I'm making this episode is because maybe this will help someone maybe it'll help someone in the sense of like they will relate to this and they will feel like they're not alone because that's how I feel a lot of the times and not not in a sad way oh my god but like just in a way where I'm like I don't know I feel like people don't understand what I'm talking about and it's not like I'm having this okay I need to stop because I'm I'm gonna spiral and we're not doing that right now if you hear me singing a lot in this episode it's just because I'm uncomfortable with vulnerability but have no fear Um, okay. The biggest reason for my introspection recently, okay. Also just backtracking because I I am cutting myself off. I hope that someone can like relate to this or can, um, understand or feel like I, you know, sometimes when you listen to something and someone is like speaking thoughts that you didn't really know you had. Wow. I'm putting like a lot of pressure on myself here. I'm like, wow, I hope I'm able to read your mind. Um, but kind of a little bit. I just hope that people, maybe there'll be some semblance of something in this episode where you're like, oh my God, someone else feels the same way I do. That's what I'm, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Here we go. My biggest reason for my introspection, my down, my introspection downfall. Nope. That's not what I was going to say. Spiral. Spiral. Um, is because recently, a couple weeks ago, it was July 12th. Now, what is July 12th, you might be asking? Is it my birthday? No, I'm a Taurus. You knew that. Um, July 12th is July 12th, 2021. Okay, one year ago. Was the day that I was fired from my job. No, I was let go. I wasn't fired. I just say that for dramatic effect. But I was let go from my job on July 12th. And I was sent into a bit of a, I don't want to say like, I was in a funk. I was in a funk for quite some time after, like maybe six months after that. I was feeling funky. Okay. Um, and if you haven't listened to my, I think it was like the second or third podcast episode I ever did. Um, I tell that story about me losing my job and it's, it's kind of funny. It's a whirlwind. It's a whole whirlwind. Um, long story short, it was a very toxic work environment. They let me go. I was, I was feeling very blessed to be let go from it because that job brought me so much anxiety and stress. And I had only been working there for two and a half months, but it was my first full-time job I had gotten since 
college. Okay. And then I was kind of like, oh, fuck. Now I'm unemployed again because I graduated college in the year of our lore 2020. Um, so it was really hard to find a job. Um, and then I finally found this job and I hated it. And then I was like, oh, so it was just like a bad, it was a bad series of, of unfortunate events. But, um, so when July 12th came this year, I really started to be like, wow, look how much has changed in a year. And that was really helpful to me. And I want you to really stop and think about that because I know it sounds silly. Like obviously things change year to year, but I think sometimes it's hard to see that day to day um, because, you know, we just get up every morning and we go to work or we go to school or we just do, you know, the normal things that are expected of us as human beings on this planet, right? Um, I'm sure we all have some semblance of a routine that we just do every single day because we have to, because we, you know, just to get through the day. And when you are so in that, it's so hard to see the bigger picture and to see what has changed over time. Um, and this was really, really helpful for me too, because I think ever since 2020, um, oh my God, the gargantuan spider on my ceiling is back and it's, it's coming close to me. Um, so if you hear me scream, mind your own business. Um, but I think I've, I've been feeling since 2020, just very stuck. That's been like my emotion. I just feel like I'm perpetually stuck. I feel like I'm very stagnant. I feel like nothing is actually moving forward. And the funny thing for me is that's not true at all. Um, which is, you know, it's kind of, it's a, it's a weird thing to realize that the, the narrative that you've been telling yourself just isn't true. It's true for me geographically. Um, that's the only thing I'm still in the same place that I was in 2020. Um, and that I'm actively trying to change, but the, the, who I am as a person has grown. Oh my God. Why are dogs barking so loudly? Can you hear that? Who I am as a person has changed and um my circumstances have changed as well and i think it was in in recognizing this date and in recognizing that it's been 365 days since something really really bad happened to me um and being able to like fully internalize that was so like powerful and maybe that seems obvious but i, I don't know i hadn't really thought about it too in depth and like a big thing for me was I had this notion that like, I will never, I will never get another job again because you you just feel so defeated. Like losing your job is so disheartening and it's so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not like dehumanizing, but a little bit because you're just reduced to this like mere thing that they can just dispose of disposable. That's the word. And that's not a good feeling, especially for someone who had been searching for a job for quite some time at that point, um, just to like lose it pretty much right away, uh, made me feel like shit. Like I felt so bad about myself. I was so scared because I, just wanted this like one security in my life of like having a fucking job and making some money. And then all of a sudden, like as quick as I got it, it was just gone. Right. Um, and being able to look back now, I, I work a job in the fields that I, I wanted to, as soon as I graduated college, my job that I had last year was not in the field that I wanted. Um, I work a job in the field that I want, um, where I am able to be very creative. I work with people that are so great and so fun. 
Um, I have an amazing work-life balance and I work fully remote. It's basically everything I could want in a job for me. Um, and to be able to like look back a year in, in say a year ago, I literally never would have believed that. Like if you had told me that I would have been like, there's no way in hell. And I think there's just a, a, a big thing that I keep coming back to, which is so hard for me. I'm like a very impatient person. Um, and so when I think about all of these times that I've ended up getting exactly what I wanted or exactly what I needed or things ended up falling into place, it's so hard for me to wrap my mind around the fact that I just had to like wait a second and I just had to like take a deep breath and like pause and relax. And, and that's obviously, obviously so much easier said than done. Like I'm, trust me, I'm well aware of that. But um, there was another time that this happened, actually. And and this is something that I've wanted to talk about this for a while because I obviously, you know, I'm, I'm pretty spiritual. Um, I consider myself to be really spiritual. And I, there's a lot that I've just been thinking about in terms of like trusting the universe and like the universe's timing and that just that plan. Um, and one of the biggest things that I keep coming back to that is like such a good example of this is, okay, so I, timeline, chrono, chrono, chronological events. Oh my God, I can't speak. Um, lost my job last July. Had been looking for a job, was doing some freelance stuff for a few months, but like nothing good, you know? In, I want to say it was like February. In February, I found this other job that I applied to because I was applying to literally every single job on LinkedIn. I didn't care at that point. I was like, I just, I just need a job. This has to like, something's got to give, you know? And I sat down and applied to a bunch of jobs every single morning. Like that's, that was just what I did. And I got this email to set up an interview for this, this, it was like a, it was doing social media for this like agency. It, none of it, it was for cars, like automobiles like the automobile industry which obviously I have no knowledge about and don't care about unfortunately and I went to like the first interview it wouldn't and go to it it was all online but I, I had the first interview it was like fine had the second interview it was it was fine um they had me like do like a writing test or something like that whatever I did it and then I remember <laughs> I remember I um ended up getting, um, a call from them when I was at the gym, I was at the, I was at the gym and I get this call from like an unknown number. And I was like, fuck, because I knew what it was. I knew that I had like secretly crushed all of these interviews. Like I knew that. Um, and I, but I hated myself for it a little bit. Cause I'm like, fuck, I don't want this job. I do not want this job. Like I should have, I should have completely fucked up the interview somehow, but I didn't because I'm a very personable person. I guess I'm really good at interviews and they wanted me so bad. That's a joke, but they did. So she calls me and I'm at the gym and I listen to the voice. I don't pick up. Obviously I listen to the voicemail and the voicemail was like, Oh, Hey Maddie, like such good news. Like, give me a call back when you get a chance. Like, um, I think she just, at that point she just wanted to check my references. Right. So I end up calling her back the next day. She's like, that's so like, this is so great. Everyone's loved you. Um, we just want to check your references real quick. And I'm like, sure. I sent her my references, whatever. 
we ended up like it was the course of like a week for some reason because she like couldn't get a hold of some of my references I don't know but this whole process ended up being dragged out and literally every single thought was occupied by holy fuck they're gonna offer me this job and I am gonna have to take it like that was my thought process at that point in time and as we know I'm a person with anxiety so this like consumed my entire life for that whole week and the thing is, is like, I, I, cause I knew it was going to happen. I knew that my references were going to check out. I knew that they were going to speak highly of me again, not to toot my own horn, but like, I, I obviously I picked those people for a reason. Um, and I was just like, I was so upset by it. And I remember getting into fights with my parents because they were like, well, aren't you excited? And I was like, no, I'm not excited. I'm not excited at all. And I was like, I felt like I had to fake it. And I felt like, why am I not excited? That's so silly. Like for the last six months, six and a half, seven months, whatever, like I've been looking for a job. Like here is a full-time job here. They will give me money. It'll be fine. Like this is great. And, and so I remember they kind of offered me the job and I had asked, I like had a few questions and she's like, Oh, you know what? I'll just set up a call with you and this woman who would have been my, my boss. And I was like, okay, like, great. So I had this call with her and I just, she made some comments about how, you know, basically that they end up working a lot overtime and they, they don't have, she just alluded heavily to the fact that they do not have a good work-life balance, which is like the worst thing. Why are you saying that to a, a potential candidate who you're offering the job why wouldn't you be trying to like sell the place so that rubbed me the wrong way on top of every other bad vibe that I have gotten from this place and just the fact that I'm like this job just isn't for me I hate it I hated it I hated everything about it like even just talking about it is like making my skin crawl so I remember I got off the phone with her and I started sobbing because I'm like I'm in a position like I cannot be picky and that's something that I am. I'm a very, very, very picky person and not in a bad way. I would say I just have very high standards for myself and I know what I want to do and I know what I want to spend my time doing and I know who I want to spend time with. You know what I mean? And if if those things and people aren't aligned with with what I want for myself then it's just a waste of my time and the thing is is I was in no position to be having thoughts like that at all um and I wanted a job like I I wanted so badly to have that security again and the fact that I couldn't bring myself to have like some semblance of hope for this job and like find some sort of silver lining or make it you know, just be optimistic about it in the slightest. I literally could not bring myself to do that. And so I got off the phone. I started crying. I called my mom and I was telling my mom everything. She's like, yeah, that that does seem kind of weird, but like just, you know, obviously my mom wanted me to take the job and that's because she's my mom and she wants me to have a stable job. And I get that. And then I talked to my dad and I thought my dad was going to say the same thing. And I remember my dad saying, you know, the worst that that can like what's the worst that can happen because I live with my parents so I wasn't going to be like out on the streets thank god for that I want to say like oh I'm so blessed to be in the situation that I am um because obviously a lot of people in my situation would not have been able to turn down a job that they didn't want just because they didn't want it you know I'm well aware of that but I my dad was like you know so what if you're unemployed for another six months basically like you want to find something that that fits right 
And then I had an emergency call with my therapist. You can like see that you can, this is what I'm saying. I'm a verbal processor. I need to talk about everything all the time. I had a call with my therapist and I got on the call and she's like, so like, right, but what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I don't want to take it. And she's like, okay, so then why are you even considering it? And I was like, how can I, in this situation, turn down a job? That seems like irresponsible. It just seems, I don't know. It just seems wrong. Anyways, I ended up turning the job down. And right away, I felt this like immediate sense of relief, right? Like I was like, thank fucking God. I just don't even want to talk to those people again. Like I just want nothing to do with it. And um, I think a, a big part of all of that was because I had learned from that horrible job that I was let go from. I, in the interview process for that job, I hated everyone that I met. I got the worst vibes and I hate that I'm saying like I got bad vibes from them, but it's so true. You can tell, you can tell, and you should trust your gut if you can. Um, and I didn't trust my gut the first time. And so I think I saw myself getting into a situation like that again. And I was like, literally no. And every single fiber of my being was like, no, like get away from that. And, um, so that happened. And I remember I was like talking to my friends and they were like, well, like you're going to take it. Right. And like, they were like, you know, people don't, everyone doesn't like their job. Like people don't actually like their job. And I thought to myself, do I, and this is like, I, I don't know. I feel bad even saying this, but, uh, whoever created that narrative, it's just not true. You can like your job. You're allowed to like your job. You're allowed to do something you want. Um, and that you enjoy doing. It doesn't have to be your entire life. There's a big difference between that. Um, and and I really, I really take a lot of pride in that difference. Um, I love my job currently, but it is not my whole life. Um, and I think that's really important. But this whole narrative that like you, you're yeah, your job sucks. Like you're just living for the weekend. That has always. I've had such a visceral reaction to that um, because how do you? Ex- I just can't accept that for my life and hearing people say that to me and in this sense of this job and just being like, well, just take it. No, just take the job. I literally could not wrap my head around it. I was like, I'm not going to do that for myself. And, um, that was like a really scary decision to make personally. Um, but like I said, as soon as I made it, I felt a huge wave of relief and I truly never looked back. And I think that's when you know that you made the right decision is when after you've, you've made it, you don't even question it. You don't think about it. Um, not one piece of me was like, fuck, you know, like it wasn't like a week later. I was like, I really should have, I should have taken that job. That never happened. Um, but a few weeks later after applying to more jobs, I, I started interviewing for the job that I have now. And right away I was like, oh my God, this position sounds so cool. Everything sounds so great. And I ended up getting that job. And being in that interview process, I was like, literally, I had nothing but good things to say about like everyone I interviewed with. To put it, to put it in the simplest of terms, the vibes were so much better. They were so much better. And I felt so good about it. And I remember being like, this is the first job I think that I've interviewed for in a while where I really want it. (laughs) And that like shows and you start to feel that and you're like, holy shit. Like, because you get scared, obviously with the other jobs, I think I was like, I was like, well, I mean, I want it in the sense that like I want money, but with this job, it was like, no, I like want this job. Like I would, I would really enjoy having this job. And when I got that job, literally just, I think it was three weeks after, after turning down 
the horrible job, I literally just started crying because it's this and people, I, if you're not, I don't know. I feel like people are going to be like, you're so dramatic and I am, but it's this idea that I had, I knew what I wanted to do and I knew the types of people I wanted to be with, the type of company I wanted to work at. Like I knew that. And when an offer was presented to me that didn't align with who I was as a person and what I wanted for my life, I was able again, because I was in, I was fortunate enough to be in a position where I was able to do this. I, I cannot stress that enough, but I was, I took that stand for myself and I was like, no, thank you. Because I know that that will not put me in a good place mentally. Like I just wouldn't be happy. And you should be happy. And if you know that you're about to do something that will not make you happy and you have the option to, to turn it down or to walk away from it, you should. And I think it was for me, like spiritually, it seemed very much like I told the universe, thank you, but no, like that's not what I want. What I want is this, 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 and this. And then literally three weeks later, that offer, you know, arrived at my doorstep and I accepted it. And I have been literally loving my job ever since. And I, I just have been so grateful for the fact that I was able to walk away from something that I knew wasn't good for me. Um, because if I hadn't done that, then I was basically turning down the happiness that I have in my job now. Uh, and that's really sad. That's a really like sad thought. And that can be this, the moral of the story, it, you know, walking away from things that you don't interest you or don't align with who you are as a person, um, can be applied to anything. It can be applied to friends or to significant others or to, you know, literally any life circumstance. If you are settling for something that you don't want just because, you know, it gives you that security or stability. And I'm not knocking security or stability. Like if that is what you want and you're able to get that, take it. You know what I mean? I, I want to say that, but I, I know what it, I knew what it was like to work a job that I fucking hated and that I was miserable at and with people that were terrible. And I did not want to put myself back in that cycle because it just made me so sad every single day. Um, and being able to make that decision for myself was literally the best thing I've ever done in the world. But at the time for me, it felt like when they were offering me that job, they were offering me progress, which is what I wanted. I felt like I was in this stagnant duck situation and here they're like, okay, well, here's a way out. Here's a job. Like, you know, once you have a job, you can get money and then you can leave. And that's what I wanted. And the, the fact that I turned that down to put myself back in a situation where I'm being stuck, but so then I can kind of go even further than what I, where I was at, if that makes sense. I don't know. I think there's something, um, there's something in that, that is just, that's, that I'm really proud of. And that's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently because the reason that I'm in this situation is, is because, you know, you have to, you have to know what you don't want as much as you have to know what you want and you have to not stop going after that. Me just talking about like chasing your dreams. Like that's, that seems a lot, but it's, it's also like you, you just can't, 
I don't know what the word I'm looking for is like, you have to be able to trust the timing of your life. And that's something that I, like I said, I struggle with that, but that situation for me is something that I always come back to. And I'm like, I didn't know that three weeks later, cause I had been unemployed, like I said, for like seven months at that point. And I hadn't gotten a job. I'd, I had done interviews. I had talked to people. Like I had been applying to jobs nonstop. And that was the first offer I'd gotten. And so for all I knew, I was going to be unemployed for another six months, another six, seven months. And that would have been like, you know what I mean? I had to kind of accept that in turning down that job. But I, I you know, you don't know what your timeline is before you live it. And as infuriating as that is sometimes because you're like I just want to know like when is this going to happen you know I know that this will happen at some point but like when and how and making peace with like not knowing that and knowing that you can't rush it that is like so that's such a freeing thought you know what I mean? Because it's like if you are supposed to get somewhere, whether it's in your career or you want to move somewhere or you want to, um, I don't know, get married or you know what I mean? have kids, whatever it is that you want to do, it, it it brings me personally a lot of peace to know that there's nothing I can be doing except for like existing and and being myself and just being who I am and living my life that will bring me closer to ha- like, cause it all happens in due time is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you should just like become uh, like a blob that just doesn't do anything and like let everything happen to you. But, but you know what I mean? There's, there's some peace in knowing that when those things are meant to happen for you, it will fall into place and it will happen seamlessly and effortlessly, which is exactly what happened for me in that example. And I just think there's, there's a lot there's a lot of good that can come from that. And there's a lot of peace that you can derive from knowing that like you can't rush those things, those like major milestones, those things that you want to happen. Um, because it's just going to happen when it's supposed to happen. And that sounds like cheesy and it's cliche, but at the same time, I think that can help you sleep a lot better at night than being like, okay, now what do I have to do to do this, 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 and this? And it's like, you don't, you don't have to be doing, you shouldn't have to be going. I, I'm trying to make it sound like, I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't go after things. Cause that's the antithesis of what I just said, but just knowing that like, it will all happen for you. Having that knowledge of it will all happen for you. It might not be when you expect it. It might not be how you expect it. It might not be who or where or exactly what you were expecting, but it will happen. Does that, does that resonate with any, I don't know. I'm just talking now, but I think overall a good, a good thing for all of us to do is to think about where we were this time last year and, you know, would the person that you were at that point in time be like, oh my God, look at how much you've done. You know, I think you should be proud of where you are always Um, I think we lose that when we are so focused on where we're going instead of how far we've come. That sounds like a Pinterest quote, which by the way, I think I'm going to read some Pinterest quotes in a few minutes, but it's, it's so true when you're so hyper-focused on like, okay, well I need to be here, 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 and here and doing this, 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 and this. You're not seeing all of the progress that you've made because you're so hyper focused on all the things that you have yet to do. And that it's 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 good in a sense where if you're goal oriented and you're always working after your goals, like that's obviously a good thing. But 
you shouldn't be so wrapped up in all of the things that you, you know, haven't done or that you want to do that you forget to like take pride in all of the things that you have done. And, you know, the, the progress that you've made, like we, all of us are, you know, God, I sound like such a cliche, but like we all are like having these battles, right? You know, whether it's within ourselves or just in our lives, there's things that all of us struggle with every single fucking day. And, you know, you made it another fucking year and you've done it. And, you know, chances are some things have changed in that year that are for the better and that have made you a little bit happier. And that doesn't even, it doesn't even have to be a big change. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, this like life changing moment. It can just be something that has altered your life for the better in the last year. And if you have even one of those things, that's like worth celebrating. That is worth being proud over. That's something that you should, you know, take a second to appreciate it because I just don't think we do that enough. I don't think we really sit and reflect and try and process everything and take pride in in all of the good things that we do. And I think a lot of that is because, you know, we live in a society where everyone is so like, go, 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 go. You know, you always want to be the next best whatever. And, you know, that that like the whole hustle culture and, and all of that. And that's, that's great. Um, it's not, I, I hate it, but it completely diminishes taking pride in, in the steps that you've made already. My last little spiel, that's been something I've been working on for the last like few years, just within myself is, well, okay. There's two things actually. One of them is really, really hard. And maybe someone will understand this. Cause I feel like during quarantine, this was like a big thing for like a certain subsect of people. Um, I really threw myself in the deep end uh, during quarantine with, um, just like healing and self-help and learning more about myself and what I want in life and blah, blah, blah. And that's, you know, that's, as I'm sure you've been able to tell through through the last stories I've told, but there's something that I've struggled with kind of going on that healing journey is feeling like you're making a lot of progress, but you have nothing to show for it. Does that make sense? And this can like apply to any anyone who has had something that they have worked through and they're like, I feel like a whole new bitch. But can anyone else tell? Do you know what I mean? It's this kind of weird mentality of knowing I know myself that I am different than I was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, that I've grown a lot as a human being that I like I feel different. Right. And at the same time, it's not like this tangible thing. And that to me has felt really weird and almost like not satisfying like it's not as gratifying and satisfying because I don't have like a trophy to show for it and I know what you're thinking why the fuck do you want a trophy fair enough but hear me out I I remember I explained this to my therapist like this it's a metaphor okay I feel like I am standing in a home that I built okay and I have all my friends and family over and I'm like guys look at this fucking house I built 
Isn't it insane? It's so cool. I did it all by myself. I'm so proud of this home that we're standing in. And they're looking at me and they're like, there is no house. (laughs) What home are you referring to? That's how I feel. I feel like I've made all of this progress. And sure, is it obvious in an ex- to an extent to some people yes because people can tell that you've like changed and you've grown and you've matured and whatever yes but to really have like done the work in that sense you know I, I've been going to therapy for three years that's helped me tremendously I've been um removing a lot of toxicity from my life and like I said choosing things that um that align with who I am and and when you do those things repeatedly over time you feel like a different person and you like you feel better than you have in yourself and that's amazing but it's not like it's not like I built a house do you know what I mean it's not like I have this tangible thing that I can show people and I can feel proud of it's this and it's not like I need that validation it's it just feels like that's what I've spent my time doing and maybe other people have spent their time um I don't know what am I trying to say like maybe other people have literally been like out buying a home or starting a family or doing or getting promoted or doing those things and that's something that they can like go and tell people in their lives like oh look what we did we built a house look what I did I got promoted and I'm like look what I did I started healing myself from the inside out and I feel much better as a person and it's like okay (laughs) like I don't care it's it's such a weird thing because it it just it, you want to you want to be able to be like look like I'm so you're so proud hopefully I hope you're proud of yourself again this all comes out to just you need to be proud of yourself we need to be fucking proud of ourselves that's something that we're not enough we're not proud of ourselves enough and we don't give ourselves enough credit and that pisses me off because if there's one thing I'm gonna do it's give myself plenty of credit I will and you should too why aren't you giving yourself credit Look how far you've come. Think about like how far you've come since quarantine. We were all sad during quarantine. And now look at us. The world is somewhat back to normal. Like things are open and we're outside and we're having fun and we're, we're, we're resuming our lives again. And that looks different probably than what you thought it was going to look like two years ago. I know it, it definitely does for me. And but I'm still proud of, of where I've come and, and how far I, I've gotten. And I can feel that sense of validation internally from, you know, all of the progress that I feel like I've made. And I don't know. There's just something to be said about that. And there's something to be said about, you know, making these changes and not having anyone see them and be like wow that's really cool that you did that because that's not how it works you know what I mean because you didn't build a house unless you did in which case congratulations you should be proud of that but you you built the metaphorical house and that is just as impressive and honestly that's something that not a lot of people do um so you should give yourself credit for that too because it's really hard to do any sort of work on yourself it is um, it's, it's, can be really challenging and confusing and just, it's hard. And when, 
when you get to a place where you feel good about it, like I said, it's hard because you don't have, like, you don't have a trophy. You don't have something you can be like, and I just completed self-care because first of all, self-care is never over. It really isn't. It just keeps going for the rest of your life. But it, it's, it's hard to feel so accomplished. I think, I think the thing is, is it will become evident when you're faced with certain things and you have to react in a way where you would have a few years ago or the way that you will now because you you've changed as a person. And in those moments when you feel yourself saying, you know what, the old Maddie would have she would have done something silly or immature in this situation, or she would have been, you know, um, projective or defensive or whatever it is. When you find yourself in those situations where you realize that the way that you're handling it now is different from the way that you once would have handled it, give yourself a pat on the back. Like give yourself a pat on the back. Literally just pat yourself on the back because that is so impressive. Okay, I found a roundup of some Pinterest quotes that I want to end with because I think that they kind of perfectly embody what I've been talking about, but they put it in a much more eloquent way. Um, Okay, the first one says, get into the habit of asking yourself, does this support the life I'm trying to create? This is so fucking important. Like, it's so, it's so, so, so important because does it do these little and you know, you know that other quote? me being completely ineloquent after saying something so beautiful but it's that quote that says like if you want to look at your future look at your daily routine or something like that and really stop and think like are the things the habits that you do on a daily basis the things that you do on a daily basis does that help get you to where you want to go does it align with the person that you want to be? Like picture the best possible version of yourself. Is she doing the things that you're doing on a daily basis? Do you know what I mean? The best example that like comes to mind is if you want to be a marathon runner, you know, are you taking those steps every day to support that life? Like, are you training for a marathon? Are you getting up every day and running and working out and doing all these things? You know how I feel about marathons, so I cannot relate to this at all, but it's it's that simple it's like are you are you are you making choices that will support what you want eventually and a big part of that is not only implementing things that you that will add that value to your life but also taking things away that do not support that lifestyle that you want because that's just as important and people don't talk about that enough okay the next one says let go of the need to control outcomes and possibilities trust that your life is in alignment and divine timing is on your side you don't deserve to overthink stress or repeat the process of thinking that you are not good enough let it all go my friend that is so true because you do you you do not need to control every situation you need to just have that trust that things will work out and you need to take the steps to get there but you need to know that like it's going to happen when it's going to happen and I think that's a good place to like land. You know what I mean? Um, This one is one that I've kept coming back to for years and years and years and years. And you just have to remember this. It says you're not the kind of girl who settles, keeps not settling. And like, it's so true when you find yourself in a situation where I keep coming back to the fucking story I told, but if I was in that situation and I, and I think to myself, 
a this doesn't align with what I want for my life so no but b like why would I start settling now that seems so silly I'm not gonna do that and the last one celebrate your personal victories because no one else understands what it took to accomplish them so fucking true no one lives your exact same life on a daily basis no one knows all of the nuances that you have to deal with on a daily basis no one is in your exact situation and so people can be proud of you and I'm sure so many people are proud of you but to really think you're the only one that knew those emotions that you've been feeling or, or knew how hard a certain situation was for you you need to give yourself that credit and celebrate those victories because truly you were the only one that knows exactly what went into overcoming them and accomplishing them. And that's amazing. Um, I hope you liked this episode. Let me know if you like this style um, because these are a lot easier for me in terms of planning and, you know, organizing things because there was no organization in this. Um, I hope you liked this episode. I will be back this week with a with a silly funny episode, so don't you don't you fret. But um thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.